finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it also be like really it started. serious. Get it started. Guys, everyone that's tuning in now, you missed the most funky fantastical. No, 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 no it's okay. Start, just, just do it. We'll do roll it. Roll, roll with it. Mm-hmm. We're doing an FB live. <laughs> it's an FB live. Everyone, I need to introduce to you this magical being whom the gods, the universes, the sources, the multiverses all conspired, conspired. People missed planes. People were held on trains. <laughs> People were hungry and dehydrated just so that we could meet and this birthing could occur. Introduce the people to who you are. Come on, tell them. Uh, I'm Jen. I'm the founder of the Eat, Pray, Fuck You movement, which That's is right. uh, about to knock your socks off very That's shortly. Right. Uh, I am a life coach. I'm a lover of many things and many people. Um, I'm inappropriate, which I think is perfectly appropriate. And I help women smash it at life. I think that that's, that's definitely, a, in fact, you know what, what came to what we've worked out yesterday? We don't do mic drops here as light workers, we do sage drops. Sage drop, pow. <laughs> yeah, we did, a, we did a call yeah. yesterday. Anyway, yesterday? I, I, like find my fuckified version. Uh, did I say I'm inappropriate? Anyway, my fuckified <laughs> version would be like maybe a crystal drop, like <laughs> like that. That's my version. It's like perfect. Like, but that might, I can't drop it like a crystal. Anyhow, you could, you could, you could drop it from a, a low, like a like a mini drop. Like, there you go. Bang, and then bring the hand up to like really accentuate it. Pow. There. Boom. So so what's happening? What's happening? Like what are we what are we here for? What's our intention? Like our intention is just to be our fabulous selves and to let people tap into their energy and bring some fun fire fabulastic energy into their life today, whether they're watching us live, whether they're watching us as a replay, whether they're listening to us a podcast, because there is just not enough grooviness in the world. Um and we are here to rectify that with this coalition. How does that sound? That sounds genius. <laughs> how are you so bad? I sometimes wonder um, how blessed I am to just meet quote unquote random people that obviously I know from alternate dimensions. I worked out yesterday while we're having a conversation and looking at the quantum model of all things happening at the same time all possibilities existing in an ultimate alternate dimension at the same time. There's a dimension where I'm you, where you're me, and where I'm your pet, and you're the chair that I'm sitting on. I didn't know I was going to be your pet. No, I could be, I would be like, it, there was okay, a dimension. Okay, yeah, like, that's cool, I'll, I'll roll with being your pet. Like, okay. <laughs> but, but all of these things are happening right here, right now. you is this is you sober and like i would love to see one some psychedelics and be like that would be a fun conversation 
second. Was that a mic drop from the universe? No, no it was the mic drop. Mic trouble. Here's here's the thing. I've actually let me share a story. Only once have I ever been on narcotics, and it was by complete and utter accident. Once. Wow. I've never even had a pull of weed before. I've never been inspired or interested in like any. And then one time I was out with some people and I drank somebody's drink and it had a gram of MDMA in it and I necked it. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I would say me too, but it's very far. I think I'm far on the opposite spectrum where, I'm, yeah, but you know. Yeah. Well. I that, wondered. That, that's cool, that's cool that like you are who you are and you're like psychedelic and <laughs> magical and crystal and safe and like like I said it's like sober. So I think it'd be so freaking fun to be you. <laughs> well, in, in an ultimate dimension, you are me, which is That's and right. In an ultimate dimension, I'm a coke sniffing psycho that just does everything that I don't do in this life, which I think is fascinating to consider. Sometimes I wonder what my life would be like. Like I go through like junction points. Like I remember the first time that I saw somebody sniffing cocaine and they offered me a line. And I made a choice in that moment not to, but what happened? What would have happened if I had done? Like where would I be right now? I feel like a movie. Okay, so question. Yes. I have lived a long enough life to know that like, oh, okay, scratch that. My question for you is if drugs have not been your thing and meditation is your thing, like what's the craziest, what's your craziest story? Like one that like you haven't told anybody or that would be like a. My craziest story. I think I don't, I, all my crazy stories I've told somewhere. I don't think I've got any like hidden crazy stories. My life is bonkers, especially like with the podcast, especially in the Q and A's, like when it comes up, I just talk about it. Um, Sometimes I wonder, do I need to like go and do some more crazy stuff for my memoirs? Otherwise, it's like nobody's going to be interested in my memoirs because I probably said it all. No, that's not true. I know you have a story that like I would be fascinated by right now. And like I said, my whole movement is Eat, Pray, Fuck You movement. And it really speaks to authenticity and vulnerability and not being afraid to be incredibly human and have, like I told you before, I want to only have like conversations that are deemed inappropriate by society. So like I could go on and tell you a million stories, but I, I won't because I'm a little far out there as far as being very transparent in my crazy stories. I'm sure you can pick one that will be relevant, but like what's something that like- I'm, I must have one that I haven't told anyone. Inappropriate. Inappropriate, it must be inappropriate. Yeah, let's go there. Inappropriate, inappropriate, inappropriate. This is crazy. I'm like really struggling to think of one right now. Um, I was, there was one time I was kidnapped, right? Long time ago, I was kidnapped. Yeah, I've been kidnapped a couple of times. Long, long, yeah, held for ransom. It was, there was an interesting run. Um, and uh, I remember the point when like, so I'm, I'm tied up on a chair. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm tied up in the chair, I'm blindfolded, and uh, they turned on an iron because the plan was to put a hot iron on my skin um, in order to tell me like how they can get, I think they wanted 5,000 pounds. I was like, I, I was a little insulted because I thought, am I not worth more? Like <laughs> 5,000 pounds. 
Anyway, so we're there, and uh, and I remember like mustering balls I didn't know I really had until that moment, and saying, um, "You might as well kill me because you're not going to get any money, and if." you do manage to do any harm to me and lay a finger on me and don't kill me, then you're in trouble because I will make sure that you and everyone you love die. I did that. That was me. Wow. That was in 2000 and God, what year is this? 2000 and 2005. 2004? 2004, I think that was. 2000. How many years ago? It was 14 years ago, right? Isn't it? You're asking me to do math, yeah. Yes, yeah, 2014 years ago. I was That's bad off in that moment. That's pretty wild. Kidnapped a couple times. You know what's crazy about that is human trafficking is something that's really pretty crazy. And mm -hmm. somebody just posted a Facebook Live about going to the grocery store and having these men be outside of the parking lot and she was you know just sharing about all how it's going on everywhere and it's this big thing and even her this like you know super tall woman uh was almost human trafficked or there was an attempt to human traffic her uh so i guess you're saying this this these kidnappings this happened this is a thing i mean that was this is the, this is the thing so um People, I've, in my experience, people go for, people don't really want it. They don't really want trouble, right? So when you look at even, um, when you've got like a boxing match and they like start getting in each other's faces, they don't really want it to go off. It's all about this whole bravado thing, right? Um, and waiting for the other person to back down. And in life, this whole thing of the aggressive alpha male I have, as I've witnessed it, has really been those people that are trying to reach out first and slam down first in order to ensure that those who do not have the um, the gutso, the gusto, the fear to, um, to go and make a first move themselves will say, oh, hang on a minute, that person is aggressive, so I'm not going to interact with them or I'm not going to put myself in their way. I remember a story that my friend told me about... Um, something that happened in the criminal underworld in London, where like this one person owed somebody money and then like the triads basically said, we'll, if you pay us half of what you owe this guy, we'll take on the debt because he's not gonna say anything to us. And it's like, even in that situation, people go on the attack when they have a surety of success or a surety that this attack that they're making is going to cause people at them. And I was just a nerd. I was a nerd that was doing really well. And it was assumed then that there will be not really much difficulty in extracting some money out of me without any blowback. Cause I wasn't like, and I'm not any kind of gangster. I'm not affiliated with any, you know, faces, any lads or any proper people. I was just a guy. And so the assumption was, if we get hold of this guy, we're going to get some money. Um, and so I suppose that maybe that infinite intelligence said to me, if you don't kind of roll over and are a bit more, hmm, then they maybe think twice about it. So the, the iron did come off. I was actually really, really super fortunate that 
I had done a good turn to somebody two years before, a year or two before. That person knows someone who knows someone, and these guys had showed off to somebody that they were going to get, you know, we've got this mark, we're going to get, get some money out of him. Chinese whispers, anyway, the story got out that they were going on a job, and it just happens to get to the ears of somebody who I'd done a good turn to, who basically put the word in and said, no, we vouch for him as a good guy, leave him alone. And I was released that night without a hand being laid on me. Okay, so the thing that jumps out at me in that story, which I think is one of my like big, big things in life is that you said the voice told, you know, mm -hmm. the voice. Whenever I hear somebody say, I'm an intuitive or I'm an empath or I'm a psychic and like, cool, so is everybody else on the planet. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you're special, but mm -hmm. we all have that like gift. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's, um, I don't know, for me, it, it has transpired into like, I call it my downloads. Like I get my downloads, you know, mm -hmm. it's that, that thing. Um, mm -hmm. How many empaths and psychics have you, have you come across? I know a couple. No, like we all Jeff. are. Wrong answer. Oh, 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 you got me. You got me, Jane. You got me. But I've, honestly, I've I think that that's a big part of, of, of my work too, is like uh, our work as coaches, right? As we bring that out within within our clients and the people that we work with. But that that whisper of a voice, I don't know. I I love it. I love that that was a part of your story. And I've been, I burned myself when I was a kid. I had the genius idea that why, why like take the time to take off your shirt to iron it? Just do it. Why did yeah. you shirt while you're wearing it? Yeah, not my proudest moment, but hey. <laughs> it, was a, it was innovative, let's be honest. I was trying to be. Time-saving and effective strategy. So I, I can't imagine, thankfully they didn't do that to you because it doesn't feel good. No, I didn't. Mm. Yeah, I didn't really like the, the idea of that. I didn't so, really like the idea of that, but still love me. Can I ask you my favorite question? Because I don't think I've asked you this before. Oh, man. Let's go for it. Okay, so you live a pretty rockin' life. You mm -hmm. travel. Mm -hmm. like you're squashing your dreams right now. Um, and the last time we talked, I said, who do you need to know? Let me know, because we're, you know, we're involved. Yep. We all have people that we need to know. But mm -hmm. uh, what's, like, your next level for your life like if there are zero barriers no limitations you could have it all created all what what would be your like next next level for the next period of your life do you know what the crazy thing is is that the way that i've mapped out my micro my macro intention for oh, my right. life you talked about micro and macro and you've been manifesting doing less yes okay. to achieve more to achieve more yeah and and the crazy thing is that because I've got so razor clear on what I like, and I challenge it every day. I mean, I was speaking about this a day or two ago. I don't remember where, where I was saying that I, I literally challenge everything that comes up thought-wise. Every feeling, every intention, moment to moment, I constantly challenge it to make sure that I'm still in alignment with it. Because if I fall out of alignment, which can happen anytime, you can have an experience that shows up that day that knocks you out of alignment. And the second that you knock out of alignment, the creation of that slows down and sometimes even uncreates. So part of that challenge has been, am I doing what brings me joy? Am I, am I living in alignment with my purpose? Am I living in alignment with what I would be doing? No holds barred. And the next step, I really do sincerely believe that the next step in my overall movement towards my macro intention mm -hmm. is, is my macro intention. I don't really see anything now 
between me and the macro intention, which is traveling the world VIP, meeting kick-ass people and doing kick-ass things, um, teaching everywhere I go, because I freaking love teaching, having the opportunity to see transformation in people's lives. And then the only thing that's really missing now is um, the exact level of financial abundance that I'm unfolding, even though it's appearing. And the funny thing is, is that it keeps coming from places that I'm not taking action to manifest it from. So that's one of the reasons why I've been doing less and just being more clear on where I want to be um, position-wise and doing keynotes. I wanna be like on stages, getting called in to come and share beyond intention with like two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand people. That is the only thing that hasn't shown up for me in terms of my day-to-day life because the beautiful places are showing up. I'm in beautiful Mexico now. My wonderful friends have like left me with the house to look after, and it's gorgeous. I mean, they've got the pool there. I, I was looking at the mid-century chair right there. You know. Yeah. So um, like, I love, I love your your hand gestures too. Like you have, we need to like create like a, a landing page for the Danisms, like the, <laughs> like the milking cow for you know. For the, I love it. So. I think that that's awesome because it did stick with me when you talked about doing less. And that was a reminder for me as a coach, like, Oh yeah, I know this stuff. That's mm-hmm. we, most people think that we're human doings instead of human beings. Right. Like we just do, do, do. Right. Oh, like, bigs. I like that. Crystal right. drop time. Crystal Crystal drop. Drop. Uh, so it's actually, if you talk to anybody that's really like at a high level, um, earning per high level achiever. There you go. Right. There are a lot of doers out there, but I think the most power, have you read the four hour work week? Yes, I have. Love that book. That is like my whole focus. Um, but I definitely took that from our conversation as a reminder to be more of a human being and less of a human doing. And so, um, I had this business thing earlier this year that happened that sort of rattled me. It was awesome in that I met some amazing people, but it rattled me because I made a financial investment that was pretty hefty. And mm-hmm. once I started doing the work again, more self-care, less doing, like my gift is like manifesting, you know, just check for $4,300 came on Saturday out of the blue, you know, That's just like boom, boom. crystal drop, no big deal. Just, yeah. <laughs> just bring it, make it rain. That's it. That's doing less. Mm-hmm. Like we're so powerful as human beings. I think one thing that people lose sight of is that, I mean, people talk about manifesting, right? But the very fact that you're experiencing 3D reality means that you are a badass manifester because every single thing that you've asked for has shown up. The yeah. point becomes, are we being deliberate and conscious in what we're asking for? Yeah. Because was it Brucey says Bruce Lipton 95% of our thought of our days run on subconscious programs that subconscious program is constantly giving us it's like yeah okay mm -hmm. yeah he wants financial abundance or he wants financial struggle he wants a loving relationship or he wants um, to be with a woman that cheats on him and lies and gives him headache Um, she wants to be a badass businesswoman or she wants to be a lowly factory worker Everything that you ask for shows up for you. It's just that we're not being conscious in what we're asking for. A thousand percent. We're all bad. We're all badass manifestors. It's just that we're accidental manifestors instead of deliberate manifestors. 
choosing and selecting this is what I want to show up, which is for me where um, the beauty in my work comes in and like the joy that I experience is actually witnessing people make the empowering choice to make new empowering choices about what shows up for them instead of surrendering to the subconscious replay of the same old, same old that they've had before. Like they say, um, same, same, but different. And that's it. It's funny because the, the voices, you know, I spent, I laugh at myself sometimes because I'll be on my hike. And when I was in the thick of this whole business transaction that went south, uh, I had to do a lot of self-talk. Like you are good enough. Like if you could, if we could have recorded the voices in my head, it was so, <laughs> you are good enough. You are powerful. You are capable. You are like just super. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've always had the gift of manifesting. It was Oprah, the secret when, when she brought on the people from the secret was where I learned how to combine my gift with like the work, the work, mm -hmm. you know, the, the awareness that we are creating our lives, every bit of it. I, um, I took a NLP course one time. I think I probably told you the story, but, um, I'll share it cause it's really powerful. In Wait, hope one sec, one sec, you pull. Okay. One, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Okay. Go from, I know I've probably shared this story because the thing you want fuzzy. Okay. Yeah. And I'm mindful of time. What's our, what's our time here? You, you got time, how much time you want to make magic with me for B? That's like. Okay. We'll say a few I more minutes. No sure. Okay. So I took this NLP course and it, neuro-linguistic programming, it's powerful stuff. Like hippie voodoo as my family and friends call it. Uh, nice. The intention was to get intentional about what you want. And so for me in that course, it was like, I want to travel more because I hadn't gone any, anywhere recently at the time. And so literally 12 days later, my, one of my closest girlfriends gives me a call. The one I was going to see in San Diego when I met you. I met and, her. Yeah. She picked you up. Yes. 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 Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she on the phone 12 days later just like hey um i'm going to india and i need someone to come with me like just you don't just pay for your things and like just show up like i got the airfare booked i got the hotels booked you just show up and and just be my buddy on the trip i'm like all right so i go and she's with her business partner who for confidentiality um i won't say his name but um he, I remember. I remember. he had um built a very well-known company that probably most people have the, the product and mm -hmm. at one point had lost everything because of like bad investments. Right. Like, mm -hmm. and so we were in the conversation about like, well, you know, that that was a choice. It's at some level, like you mm -hmm. made the choice that like money was bad or that you didn't want it. Or you somehow like made the choice to repel it. And I was asking him what was modeled as, as a kid. And, you know, it turns out that was like a direct correlation. He was like, that totally was it. Like it, it was not uh, a positive thing to have a lot of money. And mm -hmm. so everything gone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cause we always go back to default, right? The beliefs yeah. always win. Yeah, did, you ever hear about, did you ever hear about that experiment they did with lottery winners where they said they, they like interviewed rich ones, poor ones and middle-class ones. And yeah. everyone pretty much always reverted. Well, not everyone, the majority of people end up reverting back to where they, where they were. The poor ones, go back to bankruptcy, the rich ones stay rich, and the middle class ones go back to sort of middling in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Italy. They go to Middle East. 
this is this a dadism? I didn't realize. Do I really use my hands that much? I use them a lot, right? Yeah. It's, it's... Cool. Middly. I like this Mid one. So it's not <laughs> Italy, middle class, middle age. That's it. And um, so that, for me, lines up with what you said about him. Whatever his default was, he may have run away from it for a while. Um, but the second that he set, the second that he stopped making choices that drifted him away, consciously making choices that drifted him away, consciously making choices to ingrain a new state of being, he just drifted right back to. Yep, and, and now he's doing exceptionally well. Um, but I'd like to say that that conversation was so powerful that he had the, the awareness. Um, Let's do that. Let's hold the intention that that's what happened because you are magic. Let's let's magic. celebrate that. <laughs> yes. So, do you have anything fun planned for this weekend? Um, I'm chilling. I'm I'm chilling. Like we're now going to be probably based out here for probably mainly for the next year. Probably oh, wow. this way and bounce or bounce around from here. So I'll I'll north of the border and come and do bits north of the border um my friend tom is doing a wine tour in argentina and chile uh, at the end of jan i will send you deep for that actually, because he's cool as fudge and that's going to be fun um but i'm cuss? i've got do you ever cuss do i cuss yeah I, I do i cuss a lot actually i cuss too much like no there's never too much fucking cussing well, when it slips out amongst your very small toddler nephews and nieces, because you're unaware of how much you're cussing. Okay. There's some days when I'm like, you know, fucking what, I don't fucking care. And there are some See, days when I feel more polished and I feel sophisticated and I don't really need them. But I have a girlfriend who got on stage recently and was cussing and then she apologized. She's like, I'm Christian and I cuss. And I was like, that was the best part of your your presentation. <laughs> and I have to seem to be authentic because I have this idea that you're just Pollyanna perfect, a Christian girl, and I love mm -hmm. to see grit. Yes. No, I, I cuss I cuss a lot. Um I just like to be mindful of so one of the one of the reasons why I interchange fuck with fudge, shit with shiznit, like bollocks with coswallops, I deliberately make the interchange so that I'm in charge of what I'm saying, rather mm -hmm. than the swallows are just doing their own thing. I'm speaking with awareness. So I can dictate when I want to say fuck and when I don't want to say fuck. And that for me is just a mental exercise. Does that? Yeah. And for the for the record, I think you can fucking swear and be polished. Fucking fuck, fuck. yeah, you can. <laughs> Jen, how can these people like find out more about you, eat, pray, fuck you, uh, more about ontological ontological life coaching, all the magical stuff that you do? Did I say it right? Yeah, it's funny because I have a friend that's a coach and she's like, if you say ontological one more time, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm like, okay. Um, my website is J-E-N-I-F-E-R because I'm special and my mom gave me one in my name, jennifernarron.com. And the last name is N-A-R-R-A-G-O-N. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop that in the description so people can just click and find the magic. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um. Last nugget of groovy fucking coolness that you're going to share with the listeners. What's it going to be? Mm. It really is in the area of just show up the fuck as you are, like, and expect that that you are perfect, whole, and complete, 
There's nothing broken, nothing that needs to be fixed. Your badassery and awesomeness shines through when you get to show up just as you are and not trying to fit inside of anybody else's little box. That is the shit. And that was a, a lovely dadism there. <laughs> right? You're, you're, you're I have my own version, so I'm like a hand talker too. But yeah. I, that's probably why I notice it is because I'm a hand talker. But you get like I like your special dadisms. I've got my gen. <laughs> I don't I don't milk the teats like, <laughs> but I love that you milk the teats. Well, teats are there to be milked for one reason or another. I like cheese, so boom. Sending you off of love, inviting everyone to share this video. Let the people all know about this radness. That is Jennifer and I. It will be posted ah! at some point. <laughs> it will be posted at some point on www.doitwithdanpodcast.com. We're on all the major platforms because we fucking cool like that. Um, Jenny's cool. You need to go and check out her website and find out more about her. Follow her. Listen to her radness. She's really groovy. And goes on really beautiful hikes, and she posts the videos about it, which is really cute too. No, 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 beautiful. I went to the beach um, though. I've been going to the beach, so yeah. Groovy. Um, I'm back on. When am I back again? Yeah, tune in Sunday. There's going to be a podcast on Sunday. Uh, look at more of the videos because there's grooviness there. The newsletter comes out tomorrow, which is Saturday, um, and it comes out next Saturday if you're listening to this as a podcast because the podcast is on a Sunday. And if you want to get my book for free, The Dreamer's Manifesto, then just sign up to the newsletter and you get it for free. That's kind of how that works. Yeah. Um, holding the intention that everyone's, you know, has a really freaking cool balance of their day and just shows up as they should be shown. Oh, wait. Shows up the way Jen said, just as himself. And that's really what I've got to say on the matter. Jen? Fucking Where love you. I fucking love you. Fucking love you. <laughs> Signing off. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.